Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! This is Losing Money with Andrew Bascom, a podcast where we gamble on everything and anything. And on this episode, we are talking about the NFL draft with the Pants Roddy Prince and a UFC fight night. Shh. I'm your host, Andrew Bascom. Let's lose some money. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Welcome to another episode of Losing Money with Andrew Bascom, the 169th, nice, episode to be exact. We have so much to discuss, like the NFL Draft and the UFC Fight Night and the many ways to lose money on it. But before we lose money on this episode, let's recap the ways that we lost money last week. And we did lose a little bit of money last week. What a, what a rare treat for us. We talked about Gervonta Davis and Ryan Garcia with our guest late night. And you know what? Both of us... We're kind of right. We called Davis uh, in every which way. I had him, unfortunately, via decision, uh, but I had also talked about a band between rounds 7 and 12 as a win at plus 200. That was a winner, and we had the over 7.5 rounds just barely at minus 120 for a win as well. So, yeah, we lost a little bit on the big bet with via decision at plus 600, but everything else came through, so we actually did end up making a little bit of money. So a one and one let's say, slight loss on that one. Uh, and then we got to the UFC fight night. And so last week I talked about how, you know, UFC, horrible organization, treats its fighters terribly, but we keep winning money on it. So we're going to keep talking about it. And this week is no different. God, last week I thought I jinxed myself, talking about the yearly record and going like, look how good we've done. This is crazy how good we've done. It's never going to stop. And guess what? It didn't. We went 5-0. and We went 5-0 and with our picks. We had Pavlovich to win, plus 140. We had the under 2.5 rounds, minus 275. We had Pavlovich via KOTKO at plus 175. We had Silva to win, plus 140, and a sprinkle on Silva to win inside the decision uh, at plus 215. That's a 5-0, and plus over, plus 8 units. Good God, another just huge winning night. I can't believe it. It's just going to all come crashing down. So we're going to talk a little UFC fight night uh, later in the show as well because why Why shouldn't we? If the UFC is on, we should be gambling on it because we keep winning money. Uh, I just want to update our yearly standings because that's what I did last week when I said, this is how much money we've made this year. Well, since then, we've added five more wins and eight more units. We are now 28 and 11 plus 39 units on the year. It's April. Oh, man, this is just great. I'm so excited to talk about the UFC Fight Night. But before we do that, it's silly season, everybody. It's time to talk about the NFL Draft. I love the NFL Draft. It's easily one of the stupidest things I gamble on. You know, like, even though, you know, maybe because it's kind of newer age and, uh, you know, like, we, we, we bet a lot on horses running around a track, which we're going to talk about next week. Don't you worry. Uh, and we don't think that's stupid, but we try and bet on the when and where and what number of positions are getting drafted on a certain night. But really, it's just an opportunity to talk about the NFL. Uh, you know, it's it's been a while since the Super Bowl. It's going to be a while since they kick off in September. So it's a really good opportunity to talk about football with our football crazed idiot, the Pants Ready Prince. So segment one, bet number one is going to be the NFL draft. And bet number two is going to be UFC fight night. But bet number one coming up next NFL Draft with the Pants Ready Prince. Coming up next to talk about the NFL Draft is the one, the only, the Pants Ready Prince. Pants Ready Prince, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Andrew. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. This is this is great because you and I are are really the perfect pair for this. We obsess over the NFL draft. It is one of the things that we've been watching for 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 months and months and months, and everyone is now catching up. I have so many bets that I have now rebet some bets because I forget that I had that bet already existed and opening. And so <laughs> I'm so excited to hear how you're going to be losing money on the NFL draft. Well, you know what, Andrew. 
every year it's like we're in lion season. We are in lying season. Yep, right? Like yep. this is this is the time to hype up the quarterbacks. And from the last quarterback snap a college player takes to now, right. their stock inflates ridiculously without mm-hmm. them ever playing against the defense. Yeah. So a lot of what you hear is going to be lies. Like, yeah. for example, Will Levis is telling people apparently that he is going to be the first overall pick. Yeah. I don't know if Will Levis even said that. <laughs> Excuse me. And if he did, I don't think he's uh, – I don't believe him. No, you know, I don't believe him. Yeah, like – but is like, are people lying to him or did – you know, is that person on Reddit lying? You know, we're talking about a Reddit post where a friend of a friend's of Will Levis thought that he's going number one. And it worked so much that he was a plus 4,000 to go number two and he's now plus 400 to go number two, which is just crazy. But, you know, overall – like, let's be real. This is not a great draft. This is not one of those drafts where it's like, here's our marquee players. We don't have a marquee number one, which I think really hurts a lot. A lot, uh, Excuse me. And we don't have multiple QBs. People are already, you know, really excited for next year's uh, QB uh, class. So how, how do you see this draft? Where, where are you kind of focusing on talent-wise? What are you excited by? Okay, so I, we'll talk about the QBs here because I think okay. that's what everyone wants, okay. to talk, wants to hear about, I guess. Sure. Um I think this draft starts at number two. I think Bryce Young is going to Carolina, and okay. then we can kind of see the draft kind of starts with what Houston does. Yeah. Because if you're looking at the number two overall pick right now, Will Levis is the favorite at plus 150. Do not go near that. No. Do not no. go near that. No. Uh, I don't buy for a second. Sorry, Andrew. I don't buy for a second that Houston is going to take anyone other than either Anthony Richardson, CJ Stroud, or an, a non-quarterback trading. Right. Okay. I don't think they're taking Will Levis. Sorry, what right. were you going to say? I think, I think it's just the problem is, is that you can't go... Here's my strategy right now. You can't go team-specific. You'll see a lot of bets out there. The Houston Texans will select with their number one pick, or with their first overall pick, excuse me. You can't take those bets because the trades from two to four right now, I have just too strong of a chance of happening. So if Oakland moves up to number two, if, you know, whatever, you're now taking a hope and a prayer and those odds aren't good enough for you to be taking that big of a swing. I think where the money is to be made is by looking at individual players over-unders or you look at positions first player of that position to be taken. Those are the those are the picks that I'm kind of looking at and centering myself around. But I just want to start by saying, if you're taking the Houston Texans, we'll select with their first round pick, blank. No, I think that's I think that's a losing money proposition. Yeah, I I agree with you completely because we have no idea if it's going to be the Houston Texans making that pick. Exactly. Exactly. And where they are, where is that pick going to be? Is the, is the number 12 pick that they're supposed to be shopping today, is that going to be their first pick that they're going to be taking? Well, that's very different. They're probably taking an alignment, you know? So, yeah, I just, I don't think that number two kind of thing works. Yeah, I will say I don't mind CJ Stroud plus 400 at two. Okay. Only right. because I can totally see a team, if Houston decides they're not going to take a quarterback, trade up yeah. to two to go and select CJ Stroud. Because in my mind, I think this has gotten ridiculous. Like, it's Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud and then a massive gap. Like, the fact that Anthony Richardson, who months ago wasn't even supposed to go in the first round, and Will Levis, who months ago was maybe a back end of the first round, early second round pick, are now talking about being top, going one, two, three, and four. It just doesn't make any sense to me. So I would stay away from that. Um, I think C.J. Stroud will be the second quarterback off the board. I think it would be very surprising if it wasn't, if he wasn't. So I think, yes, a team could move up to two to go and grab him. So I, that's where okay. I would put my money. 
Right. You know, I have, a, I have kind of my first bet that's kind of tied into this one, too. I think it's pretty understood that the best player in this draft, not only the best defensive player in this draft, is Will Anderson. I think Will Anderson comes out of Alabama as the most complete player. He's been somebody they've been talking about for two years coming out, and everyone's really excited about that. Now, here is where my caveat is. I am taking him over three and a half draft positions. I'm taking him the over. It's a little juiced right now at minus 150, but I, I actually really do believe in this because Will Anderson, while very steady and very good, is not like, it's not like Miles Garrett a couple years ago where you're like, holy shit, you know, watch out everybody. He's going to get 12 sacks a year. He is going to be a very consistent all-pro that might be like, you know, maybe he makes four all-pro teams or something like that, which is great, but I don't think people get excited for that. I think what, you know, here's my other thing too. You got to kind of think of this like a, as a parlay. So if this happens, then this happens. So if this happens, then this happens. And you've got to create this whole narrative in your head so that you can start betting on it. And in my mind, the only reason Will Anderson goes under the three and a half there is because somebody can't find a trade partner. It's because the Texans can't move out of there to get somebody that wants a quarterback. And so no one is trading up to get Will Anderson. And that's why I think if we believe that there's going to be trades, which I think everyone kind of does, that's where I see Will Anderson falling out of the three and a half position. Yeah, totally. Because I, I mean, very real scenario here. Bryce Young goes one, someone yeah. trades up to go get another quarterback two, and then the Cardinals, if they stay put, take Paris Johnson, the offensive tackle, at three. And there you which, go. His odds just skyrocketed to go number three as an offensive yeah. lineman, which I will say he is the best offensive lineman in the, the draft, supposedly. That is a reach because he is also the Will Anderson of the draft where he's a very good player, but it's not the number three overall pick. 100%. And, and again, like... Take everything you read with a grain of salt, but what I have read is that yes. apparently Kyla Murray has said to the front office that he wants protection and he likes Paris Johnson from Ohio State. And I think <laughs> Kyla Murray, who is now facing injury problems, you know, over the past little or so bit, yeah. is a yeah. tiny quarterback who needs to be protected, and Arizona hasn't done that for him yet. It would be wise of them, I think, to not – if they're going to trade back, not trade back too far. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I agree. Like, what is the what do the Cardinals have? They have nothing. They nothing. need to they need to start getting some like you know cornerstone positions or trading back. And so, if your quarterback, the only person you've committed to on the whole goddamn franchise, goes like, "Hey, I'm tired of getting hammered. I'm five nine. It's like, yeah, that's fair. Okay, yeah, I think that's a totally fair request. So, like, where else you could fill any other position? So, okay, so if you're gonna be doing there, so what what other what other picks do you got? What other thoughts do you have? Um, so basically I like the, how many quarterbacks are going to be taken in the first round bet. Cause right now the over under is set at four and a half. Yes. Obviously. Uh, because Mr. Hendon hooker is yeah. the one that everyone is kind of deciding on. Yes. Um, right now I would take the under at plus two ten. I, I like this. I like this. Here's I have one. a bet that attaches this too. Yes. Since the year 2000, how okay. many times has there been five quarterbacks drafted in the first round? Very few. Twice. Twice. There you go. It happened in 2018 when your beloved Josh Allen was one <laughs> of five quarterbacks to go in the first round. Yes. And it happened two years ago in 2021 when Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, and, you know, the, the cream of the crop, Mac Jones over there, uh, went in the first round. It doesn't happen often. Uh I think we've already seen enough hype as it is that I could even see Anthony Richardson sliding down to the back half of the first round because oh, okay. maybe this is just untrue, what everyone's saying, and people aren't as in love with him as we've been made to believe. Hendon Hooker, for some reason, is now climbing into these first round talks. This is a guy who's coming off a torn ACL, a massive injury. 
He's an older guy. I, I just I don't see a team wasting a first round pick on him. I think I would take the under here. I, I love that. I would take the under as well. And I have two picks that are kind of attached to that as well that are only supporting your under because I love the under there. Uh, there's also some ones of like uh, number of wide receivers versus offensive linemen taken and QBs versus. I, th- I think those are very interesting. I would take the under for the QBs four and a half because I like the Hendon Hooker over 30 and a half at plus 150. I see him falling out of the first round. Now, why? Well, because his production comes from completely the most gimmicky offense in all of college football. He's recovering he's recovering for a torn ACL and he's old. He's too old, goddammit. He's 18 months older than Trevor Lawrence who's coming into his third year in the NFL. He is six months younger than Lamar who's won an MVP and is on his fifth year in the NFL. It is bananas how old he is. I can't believe people are doing this. And to be honest, the counterpoint to Hendon Hooker, which I do not get, is Anthony Richardson. I can see, and this is a this is a little bit of a swing, so it's a little bit of a sprinkle here, but Anthony Richardson under position four and a half at plus 255. Plus 255, so big odds here. But why? It's because the this is just, it feels like David Temper in Carolina where they're like, you know, we should probably take CJ Stroud. And he's like, yeah, we could do that. But I think this uh, this Bryce Young kid's like exciting and, you know, I could sell tickets and, you know, whatever. And they always think that like because they came from tech or something like that. They're like, we need big swings. We need big swings. And Anthony Richardson is exactly that big swing. You look at the arm, you look at the side, you look at the speed, and it's just so funny that we fall in love with these numbers so much. And I could see somebody doing that, and under two by plus two fifty five is worth a swing. I just love that we look at those numbers and don't go. Well, do you want to watch the film? Uh, he did play football last year, and they're like, Nah, that's okay. We've seen him throw yeah. a football in an empty gym, and you're like, Oh, okay, whatever. He did complete fifty three percent of his passes last year. You know what I mean? It just yeah, the hype is is ridiculous at this yeah. point. And, yeah, and but- you know what? I I don't understand why cj stroud has it's been the one to slide out of all this yeah the last time we watched cj stroud he torched the best defense in the country yes there's there's your combine there's your s2 test or whatever the fuck it's called like oh yeah the s2 test yes give me a goddamn break yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, the S2 test is such a good test that the guy that puts mayonnaise in his coffee tested really well on it, so I don't know how good that test is. Uh, yeah, I just, I I don't get it, and, you know, I feel like there's going to be one of those kind of horseshit things that's going to come out about Stroud where they're like, you know, in the interviews, he didn't test that well. And you're like, oh, fuck off. Like, God damn, it's not an interview position. He doesn't have to go to an office every day, you know? Like, he has to throw football for a living. Oh, fuck off. Um, I don't think Brett Favre is a good office guy. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so those are, those are my three main picks. I have about 20 more I can list off. But Pants Right Prince, is there anything other you got to hammer home? Like something you really want to get out of, off your chest? Uh, not necessarily. I am interested in this first uh, wide receiver taken. Okay. I, I do like the numbers on Jordan Addison just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JSN is, is going off everything. Yeah. First, and, and I, I don't know. It just. Jordan Addison is a more prototypical wide receiver rather than the slot guy that JSN is. It depends on which team ends up either trading up or is there when that yeah. wide receiver is still there. It, it's so hard, but I would I would sprinkle a little bit on Jordan Addison just in case we see chaos. See, I completely agree with you because I think that wide receiver market, you know, as much as JSN is the one that's you know, from Ohio State that's been standing out, it's not, it's not like... Is that like, oh, for sure, that's got to be the guy. I think it's going to be more of a situational fit. So you can get some better numbers at guys that are 2-3-4 in the odds there. 
Um, I, I have a, this is a homer pick, but the Buffalo Bills to select uh, an offensive lineman plus 400 with their first pick. Uh, it's probably going to be a defensive lineman because I live in hell and for the 15th straight fucking year, they're going to take a defensive lineman because that's the way it works. But also a uh, wide receiver would be a good one at plus 250. Here's a bunch of ones I like. Bijan Robinson, under 13 and a half. Why do I like under 13 and a half for a running back? For a running back is because in a draft with no clear top talent, everyone, everyone and their mother can swear to God that Bijan Robinson is a top talent. And sometimes that's all people want. It's like, well, you know what? At least we're walking away with the best, clearly the best guy in this position. Atlanta, the Eagles, there's a bunch of people in there. So under 13 and a half. Uh, okay, Broderick Jones, under 13 and a half. Peter Skronsky, under 10 and a half. Now that's because he's almost guaranteed to go to the Chicago Bears at nine. So that feels like a good one. Dalton Kincaid, over 26 and a half. There's been back injuries that have flagged all the way left and right. And I also like Dalton Kincaid to be the second tight end to be taken in the first round. So I, I believe there's going to be two and probably only two, but he's going to be the second one after Michael Meyer. Um, Zay Flowers, under 22 and a half and over uh, five and a half offensive linemen. There you go. I love it. That's a lot of sprinkling. That's a lot. No, this is just, it's one of those ones. It's just like the Super Bowl where you realize it's the only football you're going to get for a while. So you have to like, you're looking down at your picks like, okay, wait, what does that mean? And you're like trying to do all the math quickly in your head. Yeah. Uh, which pick was that? Oh my God. Bijan Robinson just got taken. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be a hell of a night. Yeah, it should be absolute uh, a ton of fun. Last year I won $0. So hopefully uh, anything more than that is a plus. <laughs> oh, Panzerati Prince. This is great. It's such a little sprinkle to come in here and talk a little bit about football. We're going to be talking in a couple of months soon enough to be doing an NFL preview a little bit on what we think is going to be happening in the NFL season when we can, the dust settles and we see where all the players landed. Uh, I did love, we, so we're recording this Wednesday evening. Uh, so we're trying to do it as fast as possible into the NFL draft, but I love the number of people like Ian Rappaport, like when uh, Aaron Rodgers walked to the Jets facility, they're like, I can't believe it's real. I'm like, we've only been talking about this for eight fucking months. How can you not believe this is real? <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. God damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, this was on the table for a long time, Ian. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's a pipeline from old Packers quarterback to current old Jets quarterback. So why wouldn't we believe this would be happening? So yes, we'll be talking about the odds like Rogers Jets and where they're going to be landing up. I'm taking the under, by the way. I don't care what the hell it is. Uh, <laughs> well, that's an right. AFC fan from you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's going to be so spiked. It's going to be crazy. Fans right, Prince. Thank you so much for coming on. We hope you have fun losing money. Oh, anytime you take it easy. Bantamweight Song Yadong faces off against Ricky Simon to slug it out for the main event of the UFC Fight Night this weekend in Las Vegas, Saturday night. Where, weird enough, I will be. I'm going to be in Vegas Saturday night, so I'm going to be gambling on this. I tried I tried looking at tickets for this. It started around $2,000 per person. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I've been doing well on the UFC, but just, uh, I guess not well enough. Best known for submitting Murab Deshvali in his UFC debut, Simon has quickly carved out a fun UFC career since then, racking up three more stoppages in the following nine fights. The 30-year-old has rattled off five wins in a row, largely thanks to a relentless wrestling pace and some timely stoppages. He is also quite good at using the cage to cut off his opponents, then sizing them up to, you know, tag them up and unload with overhands. He might be facing some trouble on Saturday with Yudong, as who loves to forward pressure. He just loves getting hit in the head. I anticipate Simon to going up for a grappling exchange early and see how Yudong's 71% takedown defense holds up. That is pretty middle of the pack. Yudong recently fought Chido Vera, who is a lot like Simon, who's a wrestling strong, heavy hands, and though he falls into pits of low volume. Vera secured two takedowns and blasted Yudong with body shots and low kicks, and Yudong got burned in close two. Yudong was once the UFC golden boy and has been bogged down by losses to very strong opponents. Unfortunately, Simon is just another test 
that I don't think Yudong's going to pass. I'm going to take Simon to win at minus 116 and the fight to go the distance at plus 125. Only that one bet for now, but I would keep an eye on our social accounts at Losing Money WAV, uh, where we're going to make more picks for that fight on Saturday. But this is the one we're going to be giving right now. And keep in mind, we have been 11 and 0 in the last two weeks and up 30 whatever units I just said earlier. So many units. So why don't you bet with us this time and guarantee that we absolutely will lose money? Let's recap the picks. Okay, there is a lot of picks here because of the NFL draft. I am going to list, list them off as fast as possible. Will Anderson, over 3.5, minus 150. Anthony Richardson, under 4.5, plus 255. Hendon Hooker, over 30.5, plus 150. The Bills' first position drafted. Offensive lineman at plus 400. Bijan Robinson to get drafted, under 13.5. Nolan Smith, over 11.5. JSN, over. Broderick Jones, under. Peter Skaransky, under 10.5. Dalton Kincaid, over 26.5. Zay Flowers under 22 and a half and over five and a half offensive linemen to be taken in the first round. Simon to win for the UFC fight night at minus 116 and the fight to go the distance at plus 125. Oh boy, that's a lot of ways to lose money. Subscribe to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom wherever you enjoy podcasts and please give a subscribe and a like to at Losing Money WIB on either Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok where we make free daily bets. We'll be back next Friday to lose money on the Kentucky Derby. Let's drink all a mint julep and wear a silly hat and lose a ton of money. Have fun losing money, and we'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all say. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!